0: Welcome to Makumar Show. Welcome to Makumar Show, where you can achieve your goals at a lightning speed. Welcome to Makumar Show. Welcome. I am extremely excited to have my dear friend Elizabeth Pamplon on this podcast. She is truly an engaging speaker and successful entrepreneur, and also, in my opinion, she's a master networker, and a trusted business advisor for over 20 years. She has a lot of different experiences as far as the email marketing goes and other platforms that she's been on. I think you're going to truly really amazed by the information that you're going to learn in this podcast about Email marketing. So I cannot wait for you to start listening to it, and I think when by the time you're done with it, you're gonna be so much far ahead in your email marketing game that you're gonna be like, "Wow, I am so glad I listened to this podcast because you're gonna to learn ton and ton and ton of information." So without any further ado, let's get started with Elizabeth Pamplon. All right, welcome. So my name is Mark, and I have. You can say your name. <laughs> Elizabeth. (laughs) Elizabeth and today we are going to be talking about email marketing. Elizabeth is definitely a one of the greatest person out there and who's gonna be helping you out in your email marketing uh, uh, journey. So Elizabeth, I'll let you start from there. How how are you doing?
1: Good, good. I'm glad to be here and talking with you. Um, Email marketing is definitely one of my favorite things. I've been in love with marketing since i was about seven years old so <laughs> okay.
0: definitely my favorite. Cool. awesome so tell us a little bit about like uh, if someone for example me mark if i am just starting out and i don't know anything about email or marketing so what should be the very first step that i should do in order for me to get started in the email marketing world
1: most of the time you have a message to spread to the world and so that is one of the reasons you would use email marketing. A lot of people think that social media is the only form of marketing that's important these days. And if you think about it, um, you know, you, the one of the first things that millennials do in the morning <laughs> is check their email and, and some of them don't like to admit it. Um, right. But it's true. We, we are on our email and then throughout the day we're on our email again and again and again. And so it's, you know if you put advertising on a billboard or even on social media, it's going to be seen maybe once, maybe twice by the same person. Um, but if you put something in an email, they're going to scroll past that multiple times a day and sometimes multiple times a day and then multiple times a week. so it's very, right. very effective.
0: Okay, so, so anyone can use media marketing or it's like some people who should not use it or who should use it or doesn't matter.
1: I don't think it matters. And I think the demographic is so wide that even if you're going after younger people, they still have to use email, um, for different things. And for, you know, especially if they're even in, they're in college, they're using their college emails. Um, and they still have to check their email. Even if you have older people who are not really on social media per se and they're like, yeah, that's for the kids, that kind of thing. (laughs) Um, and you can still, you know, they're still checking their email because, their electric company sends them their bill through their email or they're getting emails from their accountants and things like that. So email really does span a huge generation, um, you know, sector that a lot of the other advertising um, methods don't really span that far.
0: Okay, great. So let's just say uh, if I am 18 years old, that would be wishful thinking at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So if I'm 18 years old and I have this entrepreneur book, they're like, hey, I want to make money online and I know email marketing is the way to go because I could do many different things. So as a young entrepreneur, what would you, as an expert, recommend to me? They're like, hey, you're 18 years old, Mark, so this is what you should do to get started making money online with email marketing.
1: With that, I would say you need a... An online product Um, most of the time email marketing just by itself lends itself really well to online products I don't typically recommend just using one form of of marketing so not just email marketing or just social media it really does come down to a combined approach and I have a, a system that I developed called absolute marketing which is five pieces of marketing that are your core And so email marketing is one of those pieces, one of those pillars, but it really is almost like having a two-legged stool. It doesn't really stand. And so you need those other pieces, those other pillars to really make sure that whatever it is you're going to sell will work um, and that will get out to the right people. But email marketing would be definitely one of those pillars. And um, it's not very hard to get started with it. I mean, there's a ton, a ton, ton, ton of you know free options and nearly free options i actually like one called mailer light it's my favorite and they start with a free option and they also have a lot of really great tools built into their software
0: oh amazing i have not heard of mailer light before us that's always good to hear about this news company's new product so thank you for sharing that i have not heard that yeah. before okay how how long have you been using it? or what are the one of the main benefits that attracted you to them
1: so i was using mailchimp way back in the day Um, i had used constant contact and what i found with them was with constant contact it was just very cumbersome it wasn't very user friendly there was a lot of older styled things in there and it was hard to really get the message across that i was trying to get across Um, just because of the way everything was structured and how they made you put your emails together visually Gotcha. And then I went to MailChimp and I thought, wow, this is a newer hip company. You know, they're, they're cool. And uh, so I started <laughs> using them. But I quickly found out that as I built my list, they started to charge me by the send, not by the person. And I know they changed their model a little bit since then. But the, the, at the time, it was by the send. And so let's say I had a list of 2,000, which is a relatively small list um, by today's standards. And so my list was around 2,000 and I was only able to send four emails a month. I was doing a ton Wait, of Wait, hang on,
0: hang on a yeah.
1: Really? Wow. Yes. <laughs> they did it by send. So you wow. only got 2,000 sends or you got, you know, um, if you got, if you had 2,000 people, you could do, and it was times four, so you'd have like 8,000 sends or whatever. So you could only send that many. Um, and so how many ever sends you paid for? But if your list was big, you kind of got kind of got you know in trouble there
0: <laughs> I can imagine that
1: <laughs> yeah and um, even so my clients who had around you know four or five hundred they would use the free option and I was paying for my option but they would use the free option and you could have two thousand sends, and so then they were only able to send you know three to four emails a month so um, I was doing a ton of events at the time and I needed to send reminder emails and right. that's a huge, really huge way to get really great engagement is to utilize emails for reminders. Um, maybe it's you've worked with a company or a business, a person in business, and you've, you want to remind them, hey, it's your six-month follow-up. Or, hey, um, you know, just kind of using it to, to reach back out. And so with my events, I was saying to people, if you're on my list and you want to know about my events, I'm going to tell you 21 days out, 14 days out, <laughs> seven days out day before and then the day after I'm going to say, Oh, you missed it. So I'm sending five emails right there. Right. And that was not enough for me to do on that list. So I started looking for an alternative and there were tons of them out there. And I, I really scoured the internet. Um, and I went through everything from, you know, Amazon's version, which was really expensive and Mailgun, And there were, I mean, there were just so many different options and even some enterprise things and some like mad Mimi and, um, there's just so many out there. And so I, I finally settled on MailerLite because what they were doing was they were charging you per person. Mm. So with my list of 2,000 people, I could get a free up to 1,500. But then for at the time, for 10 bucks a month, I could get 2,000 people in. And I could send as many emails as I wanted. So I started using it. I loved it. They had a ton of great features. They had a ton of automation features that MailChimp made you pay more for at the time. And, um, and since then they've added just, uh, I mean, some great stuff that I've been using a lot. Um, but one of the things that they had in there was they showed me, um, after I've been using about maybe six months, they showed me how many emails I had sent. And one of the months, because I had so many events going on, right? The total number of emails I sent, which is the number of emails I sent times my list, right? The mm-hmm. total number of emails was 40, 47,000
0: wow in 1 month <laughs>
1: so in 1 month so wow. that was definitely you know the, the number of emails times the the list i had and at the time the list right. was about 3500 people but that i mean that's a lot of emails and it was so good because my business saw the the growth from it the engagement from it and a lot of people think i'm going to send too many it's right. going to be too much and i don't want it to be that much but it's not really if if you really think about it it's not
0: <laughs> right wow 40,000 a month. That's pretty big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So let's move on with the same track where if I'm just starting out, right, I'm an entrepreneur, a young entrepreneur, and MailerLite is the option that I want to go with. I get them, book mm-hmm. them up, and I'm all set up. How do I get people to opt in to my email list? Is there tools or tips or tricks or secrets you can share with? The people who are listening to this that they're like, Hey, I don't know. I got this wonderful email provider that you shared with us. And then how do I go about adding people to that list?
1: Yes. That's a great, great question. And it is actually a very simple answer. Okay. And the answer I like to give my clients and, and help them to do is they need to write a book.
0: Oh, write, <laughs> write a book. Okay. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> Mm -hmm. All right. Now that sounds like a big task, right? Um, It sounds daunting. Maybe you're even saying I'm not a great writer. Right. Well, in this case, writing a book doesn't mean 300 pages, getting an editor, publisher, cover artist, you know, none of that stuff. You don't have to go through that whole thing. I think that when you write a book for um, opt in purposes or to create an email list, which means that someone will opt into your list to get something free. Okay. Everyone has something that they can offer for free. For example, I have a guy who sells tomato sauce. It's his product. He made it from his family's recipe, and he sells it to um, grocery stores and like small restaurants. Okay. So this tomato sauce he made, we created an ebook with. I worked with him, and we made an ebook that talked about the history of the name that he chose. It talked about the history of marinara sauce in general, like. How it came from italy how it came about it also talked about um the different tomatoes that are used to make his tomato sauce and where they come from it had recipes from his family and for for different breads and different pastas you can make so it was just stuff he already knew it was stuff he'd already researched it was things that he was already going to put on his website but we put it together in Canva. I don't know if you guys, if you've heard of Canva. It's um a graphic design program for non-designers. <laughs> yes. Well. And uh, you can you get a free Canva account. You can go in there. They have an ebook template, mm-hmm. and I just created it from there. We downloaded it as a PDF. We put it onto his website, and we were able to when someone signs up for his email list, it says get this free recipe book, and so they put their email in. They get an email back that says, here's the link to the recipe book, which lives on his website. They click the link, they go to the website, and they click download. And that's it. They download it, and that's it.
0: Okay. Wow. And the ebook is
1: about 10 pages.
0: So it doesn't have to be really huge, like 400 pages or whatever. So so basically, you could just ask, in your case, your client was, there was a recipe sauce that he wanted to send out to people. So it was like, hey. If you guys have a problem who don't know how to create this secret sauce, I will help you. Give me your email address and I'll send it to you your way.
1: Yes. And it had all that other stuff too about the, the history of the family and the history right. of sauce and, you know, tomatoes. And so it was more than just, here's a recipe. Now I've had other people that I've worked with. Uh, I had a business coach I was working with and all she had was one page, but it was a worksheet and the worksheet was, very concise. And it was to get her ideal client to work through the worksheet and then go, wow, I really need this coaching. So we created this worksheet and she put it on there. Not everybody downloaded it, but the people that did download it were her ideal client. And when they did finish the worksheet, a lot of them ended up calling her for coaching.
0: All right. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right. So I have opt-in to your email list. And those of you who may not know what email opt-in is, basically you go to this particular URL. It could be a web page or website or whatever that might be. And you put in your name and your email. And in that particular screen, that's what they call is opt-in. And once I opt that in, then I get to add to this particular list in which your who are you opting in from they're going to send you email so how do you from a person who's sending the email to the person who opted in how do you ask them to open your email because as you know as you said in the beginning of this uh, uh, uh web uh, podcasting where you get tons of email how do you clutter through the people like hey I have 20 emails how do I know the one that I got from you I should be opening so for example what should I put in my subject line that stands out to say, hey, open my stuff first. Everybody else doesn't matter. (laughs) Here is a quick word from our sponsor for this particular podcast. All right. I want to share something really amazing with you. If you have been thinking about getting into podcasts, you should definitely take the plunge and go for it. And if you have been podcasting for a while and your hosting company is giving you a hard time because every time you put out a podcast and you get popular a lot of people listen to it a lot of people want to download it your hosting company tells you "Hey, you need to upgrade to a next available plan in which you have to put out more money out of your pocket and if you're ready to ditch your current hosting company you should definitely check out simple podcast cloud And the reason why you should check out Simple Podcast Cloud is because they offer everything unlimited. You get unlimited shows. You get unlimited episodes. You get unlimited bandwidth. You get unlimited storage. Everything that you want, they have. And I promise you, once you start using them, you're going to be like so glad that you have made the switch. You definitely check them out. Once again, the company name is SimplePodcastCloud.com. Now back to your podcast.
1: Yes. Yes. Subject lines are hugely important. And one thing that Light offers, which I like, and a lot of the other ones do this too, is the um, AB testing. So you can actually okay. test out two different subject lines to, you know, one subject line to half your list and another subject line to half the other half of your list, um, uh-huh. which I think is really interesting. But to just, let's just say you were sending one email and you are just using one subject line. I did an experiment a couple of months ago, and the subject line that I used to my list um, of some clients that I had just recently worked with, and I wanted them to potentially book me for maybe some ongoing work since we'd already worked together, some, you know, just maybe like coaching or something like that, trying to get maybe a little more um, connected with them. So I sent out an email, and I said, um, you know, the end of the quarter is coming. We should definitely connect, and here are some ways I can help you. Well, I got no response from that. (laughs) Okay. And it was kind of upsetting because I thought I had all this great stuff to say in this email and all these great tips and how I could help them and nothing. The subject line just went, I got nothing. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, in
1: the email, I like to put GIFs, so those little moving pictures. Mm -hmm. So I put a bunch of GIFs of Michael Scott from the office, and I had one of him dancing, and I said, this is what you feel like at the beginning of the quarter when your sales are great. And then I put one of him sitting at his desk, you know, practically sleeping. And this is what you feel like in the middle of the quarter when, you know, the sales have stopped and you don't know why. And so I had all these Michael Scott gifts in this email to kind of illustrate some of the points I was making. Well, since my other email didn't get opened, I thought, what the heck? I'm just going to try it. And I put the subject line, do not open this email unless you love Michael Scott. And I knew only certain people would know who Michael Scott was. And only certain people who watched The Office would probably know to open it. But it was such a weird title.
0: It's, <laughs> yes, exactly. A lot you of are, people were like, you are like literally telling or marketing people who know this particular individual.
1: Exactly. And so okay. a couple of people um, had messaged me, not even replied to the email, but they saw it. They opened it. And um, I looked at the engagement and the first email got about 2% of people that even looked at it okay. and the second email got almost 10% of people opening it. So the jump was huge and, and my email list is, is very large and I knew I wasn't going to get a big, you know, like 50% or anything like that. Right. But be, for, for it to go from 2% of people like, yeah, and I got no responses. This one got 10% open because, you know, those are the people that knew Michael Scott. And then I had people message me outside of that and say, I really loved that email you sent. Um, you you made me click on your email. And that was hilarious. And I loved all the gifts. And so not necessarily that my, maybe my message was wrong inside the email, or maybe I wasn't connecting on that level. But I used it to create engagement and create conversations where I could then Use those, you know, to parlay into a sale later. So, it was it was really an interesting experiment.
0: Oh, that's a great segue about what you say about putting what putting what you put in your email. So let's segue right into so we got the subject line. Let's move on to what should we put in in our email that engages the person who's reading it? They're like, oh, this is really good stuff. I want to know more about it. So how do you engage your potential readers? Let's just say,
1: my most um, responded to emails have one thing in them, just okay. one. And I'm not saying one thing like, oh, here's the top secret, but literally one item. And so a lot of people try and put, you know, their whole newsletter together, and they'll put five to 10 things in one email, they'll put a, um, you know, about, their next event and they'll put a thing about their service and they'll put a thing about, and there's like all these little boxes, right. Or all there's a blog post and there's, so it's like just tons of little stuff. Like all the stuff about me, if we were to have a conversation and I was just be like, Mark, guess what I did this? Mark, guess what I did this, Mark, guess what I did this. And you'd yeah. just be so overwhelmed. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but if I called you and I was like, Hey Mark, look at this cool thing I just did. And that's all I said. You'd be like, wow, that's really, really neat. Tell me more about it. Right. Cause it's just right. the one thing you're focusing on and dealing with. So it really does make sense, and I've had more engagement off of emails where they just focus on one item. So when I send an email out about my blog or email out about a podcast I've been on or an email about um, an event that I'm going to be a a part of, instead of putting all those things in one email and having all that stuff in the body of an email, I do those all individually. So instead of sending one email for those five things, I'm going to send five separate emails. Okay,
0: that's great. So. Another question that I have and some some of the people that I have talked in the past is they ask is should a person include a lot of pictures in their email or should they only include text or which one do you prefer or which one has worked out better for you?
1: I like to put in mine one photo that really represents what I'm talking about or maybe okay. goes with the blog post I'm talking about or Excuse me, maybe it's, um, you know, the, the event, a picture of the event venue where I'm going to hold a class or something like that, something that goes with what I'm going to say. And then I also like to include a photo of myself in the signature area so that people know, they kind of get recognizing who you are and, and, you know, when they see your face, they know that. And so I had a guy today, I was at a networking meeting this morning and a guy said to me, He didn't know me when I came in. He didn't say hi or anything like that. I didn't know who he was. And then when I went around to say my name and what I did, he goes, I get your emails because he was putting my face and my name and like all these pieces together, the marketing thing and all that. And he's like, Oh my gosh, you've been sending me emails for months. And I was like, I'm so happy. (laughs) So At some point, you know, he had opted into my list. I didn't know him. He didn't know me, but something drew us together. And the fact that my face was in the emails he probably was looking at me the whole time like how do i know this girl how do i know this girl and then when i actually said my name and he was able to connect those dots he was like oh my gosh i do know you
0: right that, like finally when you haven't seen any but i mean you know the person's name and then you see the face like oh my god i know this person yeah like, wow <laughs> exactly <laughs> cool cool all right so anything else that you want to uh add well before you i'll let you answer that let's just walk through a one of the products that you have launched in the past if you can share with us like what was the process like you can start with the what the name of the product was that way people who are listening to this can go right to that and Mm -hmm. hopefully buy your product and get you more sales that way and secondly uh, what was your process of uh, telling people via the email. So if you could share with us, that would be extremely helpful people who are starting also and also, uh, let's just start with those two things, what the name of the product is and how you went about sending that emails to those people.
1: Yes, so I actually have um, some online courses that I do, and they are all on the five pillars of um, of the mark of marketing. So uh, branding, website, email marketing, social media, networking and uh there's one other one I'm forgetting um, okay so it's the five pillars but it there each um each of them is a different individual course and i have sent those out in emails and had you know just asked people different questions or highlighted a feature or a benefit of that specific one so for the email marketing for example i go through i actually walk you through creating an email i walk you through creating the graphics for that email um, and it's step by step. You can see my screen and all that stuff. And so when I would send out the emails on that to get people to recognize why they might need it, I would go through and say, and in one email, I would talk about how I'm using Lite. And maybe somebody who has Light but hasn't really used it yet or is not sure how to use it, would be like, wow, that's a great thing. I have Light. I should get this course. And then maybe another email I send out, um, and that's not going to get every single person. It's going to get those few people. And then maybe another another email I had sent out one time um, for the email marketing course was about how I use Canva to create some of those graphics for my emails. Or how to use RSS um, and connect your blog to your emails on an automatic basis. So when I'm sending out an email, I'm just talking about one thing. And I'm only talking to a few people. You can't really market to everyone that's on your list because not everyone needs the thing you're talking about at that moment. And so I try to make sure that when I send emails out, I'm talking about something very specific that's gonna target maybe 10%, 20% of my list at, at the most. And then everyone else, will, an email will come along that will work for them, if that makes sense. So um, that's how I've been marketing using email marketing to to further those sales with the e-courses and you can go to my website elizabethpampelone.com and i have a lot of e-courses and a lot of free downloads that you can get there for email marketing
0: awesome that is some great tips i haven't even thought about it. like for example in my case i have a, like a whole bunch of people on my list but at any given time any product that i might be launching they may potentially not be interested in so let's say i don't 100 percent if i send out a email to all the 100% people, 20% will be like, Oh, I want this stuff. Just like you said, that's amazing. So awesome. All right, so let's talk about the next thing, uh, which would be the sales funnel process, which would be like when you're moving on to from an entrepreneur. actually entrepreneur people can also use it, but more so for the business size. So, like, hey, I have played around with this email marketing stuff. It does work. And now I'll gonna start creating some sales from it. Let's make some money. So yeah. <clears throat> If you can tell a little bit about like what is a sales funnel and how you can use it towards your advantage to make money, number one. Number two, how you can build a relationship so that people can trust you and buy more stuff from you in the future. That would be great helpful.
1: Absolutely. So I'm all about um, increasing your profits and making sure that whatever you do create does become profitable. And one of the ways that we can do that is using email marketing. And if we go back to what I mentioned at kind of the beginning of the podcast, um, talking about opt-ins, and I feel like the opt-in is the perfect opportunity for someone to start their funnel. So when when someone puts their email in, they're actually saying, "Okay, fine, I will pay you with my email to get this piece of information that I want from you." Um, and once they do that, that email is yours to use, but you have to use it wisely. And one of the ways you can do that is by creating a funnel that goes after you've already sold, quote, sold them this free thing. And the funnel would consist of something like this. So um, you would have a a welcome email that says, Thank you. I'm so glad you've joined. Um, Here's your free thing. And then, you know, just maybe tell them that there's another email coming soon with some more free tips. Be on the lookout. And then maybe a week later, you set up an automated email and these, the funnel that you can create in MailerLite is actually set up in one piece. So you can say, send the first email, send the second email, seven days later, send the third emails, you know, 12 days from the original one, send the fourth email, 15 days from the original. So you can kind of, you know, do this whole sequence at one time. So the third, the second email you would send would be, Hey, did you know that I have an email marketing course? If you're interested, um, it's, got a lot of great features, but the best, one of the best ones I find is connecting your blog to your email marketing. So it's automated and you don't have to touch it. It just runs by itself. And that's me talking to that 20% again. And then the, the third email might be me talking about um, my one-on-one coaching and the clarity coaching that I do with business owners who are just confused and there's so much marketing stuff and they have no idea what to do, but they want to do something. So maybe that clarity coaching would be good for them and just to let them know that it's available. And again, talking to that 20% that needs that, that clarity coaching. And then the fourth email, I'm going to do the same thing. And I might do four, five, or six emails like that, but they're going to be over time. They're not going to be right away. They're not going to be the next day. I might do them one a week for six weeks. I might do them one every two weeks for eight weeks. You know, It just depends on my funnel and how I want to set it up and how engaged my customers are going to be. And then if someone wants to unsubscribe, they can certainly do that because they've paid with their email address. They have the ability to, to return their products, so to speak, Great, by exactly. unsubscribing and taking their email address back. So um, it's a very mutual relationship, I find. And a lot of people don't mind the emails that you send. And sometimes I don't open ones. Like I'm on a lot of lists and sometimes I don't open them. But that doesn't mean I'm not interested in the person. It means that email at that moment did not interest me. And maybe the next one will. Okay,
0: great. And just to summarize this whole thing, uh, I, as far as the funnels, I know you went into great detail about how you go by sending it out, whatever. For those of you who may not be at the level, be like, what the hell is the sales funnel? And like, how do I how, do, how can you put this in a layman's term? Can you help those individuals? Like, what is a funnel? Like, it's just like yeah. it's a series of emails, so on and so forth. And let's start from there.
1: Yeah, sure. So if you're just starting out with that, a funnel is literally think of a funnel like you would use to um, pour liquid from a large bottle into a smaller one. Right. So you have you have this funnel and um, it's wide at the top and it's narrow at the bottom. And so the, the part at the top is called your awareness. The top of your funnel is called awareness. It's when somebody doesn't know who you are and then all of a sudden they know who you are. And so that's kind of maybe you met someone at networking or you, someone got your referral from, you know, from someone that they know. And they're kind of like, Oh, who's this Elizabeth person? I I don't know who she is. Oh, no, I'm reading a little bit about her. She sounds interesting. And then the second part is going to be this like prospect to lead. Right? So there might be thinking about "Mm, some marketing help. Maybe I want to work with her. I'm not sure yet. And so maybe they say, you know what, I'm going to get this free thing. I'm going to give her my email and get this free thing. So now they, They know who I am and maybe they're considering working with me. And so now they're like a lead or a prospect. And then when I actually start talking with them and sending them emails and they say, you know what? This email's really good. I want this email marketing product. I'm going to go and call her about this. So now then I can make them my client. And, And now that they're my client and we're working together, they're kind of down here near the bottom of this funnel, right? They've already paid me. They've already worked with me. They're doing everything's going great. And the very bottom of the funnel, where it's really, really narrow, and there's only a few people that can actually st- sustain in this little little area, is my ambassadors. And those are the people that have worked with me who are like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. And and they tell everyone. So they're like almost like my sales team, um, and they're my, my cheerleaders, my ambassadors. And so the funnel really is to, you know, those emails are somewhere in the middle. They kind of fall somewhere in the middle of the funnel. But you want to keep talking to someone and making sure that you're providing them with different types of information about you so that they can eventually become you know not just aware of you not just a um a leader a prospect not just a client but an ambassador where they're like we love this girl so much everyone has to use her services so that's kind of what the funnel is.
0: awesome that, that's i couldn't have said it any better myself so thank you for explaining <laughs> it so well
1: <laughs> yeah it, it was I, I am a master perfect. marketer it's okay <laughs>
0: All right, so let's move on to the next part of it. So we know what we need to put in our subject line to get the email open. So now we know mm-hmm. what we need to add to our emails. Then we now next, we know how to set up a funnel and send out a series of emails to people. And then that's great. So we're building this trust. We are building, uh, adding value to people who are on our list. And then how do we go about asking them to say, hey, give me money. Or if, for example, I don't have a product and I say, Elizabeth, I don't have a product. How can I make money? Do I need to create a product before I can make money? Or can I just have another way that you can help me that I can make money without creating a product?
1: I think everyone should have even a a, a thought product. So a thought product would be something like, I'm really good coach and I help people on that level it all comes from my brain and i can help them figure out you know how they can move forward in their business and overcome obstacles but it's not necessarily a physical product it's a it's a thought product it comes from my brain and i tell them answers and then they take those answers and use them Um, another way you can do that if you don't have a thought product or a physical product um, or an online product is you can use affiliate marketing and affiliate marketing I find is most effective when you are also the user of those products. Sometimes people will promote products that they don't really use. Um, you'll see a lot of YouTube channels where they get, you know, here's this free phone, they review it, and then that's it. And then they get money from those people because they are able to kind of share that phone with their their viewers. Um, and some people might buy that phone and then they get like a percentage back from the company. But When it's not, when you're not actually using the product, it's a little bit inauthentic or um, not very genuine. And so I try to make sure that if I recommend that someone do affiliate marketing, which is where you sell someone else's product, you wanna make sure it's something that is actually part of your life. So for example, I'm an affiliate with um, MailerLite and I love them to death and I tell everyone about them. Obviously, I've talked about them a lot in this podcast, and they gave me a special little link that I have on my website. And if you click on that link, then I get $5, <laughs> literally mm-hmm. not that much, but it adds up over time. And and I do that with a lot of products. Um, I love the book profit first and I recommend that book. And Amazon gives me a couple of dollars back on every one of those that is purchased through my link. Um, I also use things like, um, you know, square. And so every time someone signs up through my, Square account, they, they click on my link through my website, I get $1,000 in free processing. So there's a lot of little things like that that can really add up over time. Um, and it's really good. But I use all of these products. And if I stop using a product, I take myself off their affiliate link because it's not necessary for me to promote them anymore. If I really don't believe in the product.
0: Right. Makes sense. All right. And all these links that she just mentioned, I will put it in the show notes and along with other things that might help you guys who are listening. So not to worry. You don't have to remember them if you don't just click on the show notes and you will get all these resources for you. All right. So let's see. So we're moving right along. So now we know how to sell it. So how do we go about getting payment from let's say I'm a potential buyer of your product. How do I give you money? Like which payment system or is there something complicated or is there companies out there that you can recommend that you use for your payment processing? So like, Hey, Mark wants to give you $2,000. How can he does that?
1: Yeah. So uh, with my business, I use square, as I mentioned, and, okay. and I do my invoices through there and my products and services are based off of, um, you know, like one-on-one interaction. So we would have a conversation. I would basically sell you the product. You would say, yes, I want to do that. I want to have a coaching session. I want to do my website in a day, whatever it is, right? And then we will pick a date and I will send you an invoice and then you would pay that invoice online. The other option is when you're selling an online product where someone's going to go and download a video or, you know, log into a membership or something like that. Um, I use Stripe and I use them um, for my online stuff. I use Squarespace, MemberSpace, and Stripe. Those are three products that I'm uh, again affiliated with that I love. And those three pieces together allow me to sell my products online and allow me to have membership options so that, um, and membership options are a little funny. Sometimes you think like, Oh, I have to pay every month to be on your list.
0: <clears throat> right.
1: But you don't, it's actually where, you would have your own login. You would pay like a one-time fee to get my um, email marketing course. And then you would have your own login and you would have that for life.
0: Okay, great. So, uh, just out of my own, kill my own curiosity cat here, I have not heard of Squirt before. Like, How does that work in terms of like somebody using a credit card? Do you send them a URL or something or how, how does that work?
1: Yes. Yeah, like so um, Square, you put your bank account information in as the business owner right. so that you can get the money into your bank account. <clears throat> and then the person who's paying you, you send them an email with an invoice. It okay. has a link in it. They click the link and it will show them what they're paying for, how much they're paying, and also you can get deposits. Maybe you're not taking the full amount today. You're hmm. taking a half of it or a 30% or whatever that is. It'll take that amount or the full amount. And then it'll show them a paid receipt. It'll email them a paid receipt. And then you can also track that in your dashboard. And then two days later, that money shows up in your bank account.
0: Oh, oh! so it's like almost similar to PayPal, almost similar. Yes, so very, very yeah.
1: similar to PayPal. They have a little bit more options with Square. You can also, um, let's say you're standing with someone and mm-hmm. they give you their credit card. You can swipe it on your phone. Um, you can type it into your phone. You can do Apple Pay. Um, so there's a lot of other options that come with that as well.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So well, how do I go about getting like square.com or something? Or is there another name that they yeah, use? So
1: um, on my website, if you want a thousand, and so when what they do with their affiliate, which I love, <clears throat> is sure. that if I refer you, then I get a thousand dollars in free processing, <clears throat> which means that they charge you every time they process a card, they charge you a couple of dollars. Okay. And so... Um, I instead of me paying that th- uh, you know for a thousand dollars of processing, um, mm-hmm. and I would save some money there. You also get the thousand dollars of free processing. So the first thousand dollars that you sh- charge through your your system, you don't have to pay any fees at all, which I think is awesome. So if you go to yeah. my website ElizabethPamphilon.com and it's um, at the bottom, there's a discount page, and you click on that, then it'll give you a link, and that'll give you the thousand dollars in free processing.
0: Oh, that is amazing because I know PayPal, they use like every, you don't pay per se like a monthly fee, but you pay per transaction. So using Correct. this option is like amazing. You don't have to pay. Like that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. And I, I love it
1: because if you don't do a lot of sales, a lot of the time, like every single day, right. then it's not really worth it for the monthly fee, but this way you just pay whenever you have a sale.
0: Right. Awesome. 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 All right. I think that's all that I have. But if there's anything else, would you like to share with the uh, listeners that would be helpful that you feel like, okay, that would be take am, you to the next level?
1: Yeah, I am just thrilled that I got to come on here and chat with you and talk about something that I love so much. Um, and I, I love talking about this, you know, this type of thing and, and branding and um, social media, websites, all that stuff. So, you know, if anybody has um, a conference that they love and they really want to share this stuff with, you know, their peers and colleagues, I, I just love doing this. So if anybody wants to contact me about coming and speaking or coming on a podcast, because I love podcasts. <laughs>
0: <and> <laughs> Clearly, speaking. that's why you're here.
1: <laughs> right, right. I listened to yours and I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to talk to him. He's, he's hilarious. Um, so, yeah. So if anybody, um, you know, has any you know, wants me to come on and talk about stuff because, you know, I'm obviously (laughs) passionate about it. Um, It's just my favorite thing in the world to do. And and I hope that it's helped um, you and audience and and you also, Mark. And I've just, I've just loved chatting about this with you guys.
0: Oh, it's definitely been a great pleasure talking to you. I learned a lot of stuff already. So I'm like, this is going to be amazing. Maybe in the future, we could do another one to help us help each other out first and second, help other people who are listening. That'd be amazing.
1: Absolutely. Well, I got I got four more things I can talk about. So we got plenty of plenty of content.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great. Thank you so much for taking the time and your busy schedule to to, talking to me and helping people who are listening to this in the future.
1: Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. All right. Take care.